Hi guys, welcome to the MMA UK BJJ show. So, me as always, Stoomboy. So, joined by obviously the rest of the team at the MMA UK BJJ show. So, we've got obviously in the middle there, Kieran Devine. Uh, so, Kieran um, came on board what, a month ago, I think it was about a month ago now. So, yeah. uh, obviously, messaged me, wanted to. to to start talking to people and obviously writing up some articles and things like that. I know Kieran's obviously did uh, a couple of kind of interviews as well, a couple of video interviews. So um, Kieran's uh, did. We're going to hear about some of the people that Kieran's uh, written up on, but obviously done a, a good few articles. Uh, had some very high points, obviously low points with uh, Majid Galani, mm. which we're, we're not going to talk about. Um, so, yeah. Majid, if you listen, we're not even going to mention your name from now on. Um, so, yeah, Kieran's going to kind of talk about his highlights. Um, and then next to Kieran, we've got Larry Reed. So, Larry Reed's uh, a teammate of mine, MMBJJ uh, mm-hmm. in Glasgow. So, uh, Larry came on board. Larry was the first writer that came on board. So, I'd contacted Larry. Uh, Larry had a couple of blogs on the go um, where mm-hmm. he was talking about obviously his jiu-jitsu journey and talking about mental health issues and things like that so yep, yep. Um, so obviously I'd kind of been reading them obviously I'd known about them a while back when obviously he first started training so um, you kind of posted it into the, the MMBJJ group um, and obviously got a lot of support from the team um, yeah, so um, and yeah, we've had our private sessions as well, our private jujitsu sessions. Have, yeah. You know, <laughs> we, in an empty room, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah so just me and Larry <laughs> in an empty room, and Larry close the door so nobody can hear you scream. Um, <laughs> not even in the gym, just in a, just in a room. <laughs> far down. Uh, so again, Larry done a few articles as well, good few articles. Uh, again, a lot of good high points. Had a lot of feedback on the articles as well. So everybody that's kind of read them. Um, Loved them, absolutely loved them, especially the guys that that, that was interviewed. Um, uh, so again, we'll hear about the the kind of high points. Obviously, me, I'll speak about obviously some of the videos, uh, the live videos that we've done as well. So just again, some of the high points in that, and there's been quite a few. So, uh, so yeah, guys, listen, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. Thank you be here. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas yeah. to you as well, yeah. yeah. So Merry, Merry Christmas. Uh, we were laughing as well, I mean, we were talking about uh, the beards. So obviously I'm yeah. the oldest here, so it's like, we're starting with Kieran. obviously Kieran being the youngest. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's like uh, that's like me 20 years ago, and then Larry, <laughs> obviously and that's me 10 years ago, and then yeah. obviously this is me now, so it's like looking at the past, mate. It's like looking <laughs> at the past. <laughs> well, I, I've got these bad boys to go with it as well, so... Oh. <laughs> 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 so we'll start with you first, then, Kieran. So obviously, you, as I say, you came on board. You were already on board with MMA UK News. So obviously, doing a lot of doing a lot of articles. Uh, Kieran, if anybody's on um, the MMA UK News site, you can see how many articles Kieran's done. And Kieran's probably one of the busiest guys um, on the MMA UK News site. So obviously, he's putting an article out what seems like every day. Um, so he's a very, very busy man. I try. I try uh, to be busy. <laughs> and you work as well. I mean, you obviously, you've got your own job. You do that as well. So obviously, that's this being a passion for you. Yeah, I work nights um, as, a, as a support worker. Um, cool. So yeah, I do that. But it, this is a, a big passion, something I, I love to do, you know, listen to, to the stories and journeys. It's it's incredible, some of, the, some of the stories that you do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
And then obviously your first article was Dave Bain. Yeah. That... Um, Dave was a funny one. I mean, I've been trying to get Dave, and Dave will probably say this, but I've been trying to get Dave on to do a live interview forever. Um, ever since I did Stoomcast and Dave was always nah, same with Jamie Harvey. Jamie Harvey was the same like that. Nah, nobody wants to hear what we are talking about. Oh, we're, we're shy and things like that. And I mean, these guys go on the mat and they're absolute killers on the mat. Yeah, put, yeah. Put on, <laughs> Jamie Harvey, well, both of them put on an absolute show. An absolute Jamie's, Jamie's mad on the mat. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, they were quite shy. So, obviously, Dave Bain, as you managed to get, obviously, speaking with Dave. So, how, how did that interview go for you? It was the the first one, so I, I was I was a bit nervous to be honest with you. Even though it's you know through text, it's mm-hmm. it's still because you don't know how to approach it. But it, it turned out brilliant. He, he just I, to me it felt like he just opened up, you know, and yeah. just told me everything. You yeah. know, and that's like one of the things that surprised me. Like you know, just some of them that shy, so you know they they won't come on for a live interview, but we can do the articles. Mm-hmm. But that that's their comfort zone, you yeah. know what I mean? And they really do open up, which is, yeah. is great for the readers, you know. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. And that's one thing, I mean, as uh, I know you mentioned it, I mean, especially after uh, the Dan Ferguson interviews. Mm-hmm. Dan Ferguson, uh, anybody doesn't know, is uh, Blue Belt, uh, got his Blue Belt from Darren Clark, GB5, and uh, now going to be setting up High and Gracie. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu uh, or High and Gracie Academy, should I say, uh, RGA in Dundee. Um, so Darren Ferguson, obviously, he'd been on a podcast with me, um, opened right up to me, and obviously did the, the interview with you as well and completely mm-hmm. opened up. And I remember you saying to me, Stuart, this guy's opening right up to me. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, well, that's the thing about Jiu-Jitsu guys is because they don't get the chance. It's not the same as an MMA guy where if you MMA fighter and you, you rack up a couple of wins and then suddenly everybody wants to talk to you. Whereas jujitsu guys, as I say, we don't get the chance to talk to anybody sometimes. So yeah. that's the reason why you'll probably get more from a jujitsu guy than you would an MMA fighter. Yeah, no, that, that one was a, a big shock because you did warn me like, before. Like, he, has, he has got like, an amazing story and a journey and he has like what got him into BJJ. His, his whole story is incredible. And as you said, I messaged you, I was like, this is crazy, like, he's yeah. opening right up, you know, it's, as I say, I enjoy listening to them, I enjoy seeing where they've come from to where they've got to, you know, and it's, it's amazing, to be honest with you, it is. Yeah, Dan's one of the guys, as I said, became very, very, very friendly with Dan over the last kind of year or so, so, especially since we did the interview, because, and Dan says it himself, he says, obviously, doing that interview, um, and his interview, we, we did an award ceremony last year for Stoomcast, the podcast, and Dan Ferguson's one was voted by everybody that listened to it, the best podcast out of, I think, 35, 36 podcasts. Um, that was the one that everybody remembered. Um, and I had people coming up to me and uh, messaging me and saying, Stuart, I just listened to that Dan Ferguson. I mean, that was unbelievable. We're not training because we're maybe lazy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then here you go, you've got this guy who went through absolute hell um obviously losing family members losing mm-hmm. very very close friends and stuff like that and he's still going yeah and, and i mean that's the thing like there'll be people that can relate to that so when they're listening and they hear all this emotion and what he's being through they're like oh like i can really relate to what he's saying you know yeah. and it, it really does pull people in and you know gets them listening gets them reading but 
as I say, it's an incredible journey that that he's he's been on, and he's he's still going. He's still got a lot to do. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, he definitely. I mean, Dan's motivated. I mean, you saw that during the interview. I mean, he was very very motivated. He's he's got a goal. Um, yeah. And there's nothing going to stop this guy from achieving that goal, which is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, he trains when when the gyms are open. He's in the gym. He'll do. He'll maybe do kickboxing one for an hour. He'll then go to jujitsu for an hour, and then he'll do something else, cardio, mm. or whatever. Um, and he's always on the go. I've got him on Snapchat, and he Snapchat's <laughs> mad, mate. He's out driving and fucking two o'clock in the morning, and he's just uh, got the music blaring, man. And he's so happy and uh, just loving life, man. As he's a very, very positive guy, very, very good ambassador, not just for Scottish jujitsu, but jiu-jitsu as a whole um, because as I said going through I mean do you know what I mean I'm, I'm a tough guy but to go through what he went through and to still be fucking as motivated mm. and as positive as he is I don't know if I can do it man do you know what I mean yeah I mean th- there was a point in the interview where um, he said he, he went to a competition by himself no teammates no anybody just himself and his confidence and that just shows motivation right there that he's able to pack up, go to a competition and win just with his, yeah. his confidence alone. You know, it's it's crazy. Yeah, because that was it. I think I was, what was he talking about? The British, the first British he went to and mm. yeah, he turned up himself and fucking won gold medal. <laughs> Came back yeah, to the, yeah. the next day with a gold medal on and everything. He's got them all. I mean, if you, as if you ever get him on Snapchat, he's got in his living room. Um, he's got uh, on one wall, he's got a load of medals, he's got another wall, he's got loads of medals, and he's got a space kind of here. And what he says is, That's when we go back to competing, that's where my new medals are going to be. And he basically tells people, Look, motherfuckers, I'm coming to get every one of you, I'm coming <laughs> yeah, yeah. after everybody. And I'm like, That's a brilliant man, do you know what I mean? And I mean, that's what drawn me to him because as he'd been so positive and uh, f- do you know what I mean, just fucking want to take everybody on, man. He wants to fight yeah. the world. Um, and I mean, we chat on the phone and we spoke on the phone, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. And it was only a quick call. It was like, all oh, right, Dan, it was going to be a quick call. And then two hours later, we were still on the phone chatting shit, man. Do you know what I mean? And it was <laughs> just, and he looked at his and he was like, fuck, I've been on the phone for two hours. It seems like only 10 minutes. Do you know what I mean? And I remember I did the podcast call with him and I think it went on for, it was nearly three hours, um, and I had to then cut it. Cut it. His was the only one I had to cut because obviously I had to take that three hours and put it into an hour, hour and twenty minutes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, but definitely, I mean, Darren. I mean, watch out for Darren. Darren's going to be. He's, he's hooking up with this new team, RGA uh, or the, uh, uh, the High and Gracie Academy, mm-hmm. um, and. Yeah, man, Dan's going to change, man. Dan's going to change. Dan's Dan's jujitsu style is already fucking crazy, man. Very, very technical, but he's just going to take it to another level. Um, and I'd say for us, obviously, you doing the articles, doing me doing podcasts with him and stuff like that. I mean, I've, I mean, I'll put this guy story in front of everybody and anybody. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because as I said, it's just such a heartbreaking story, um, mm. and. Yeah, I mean, still walking about after it, it's unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's heartbreaking, but it's inspiring. That's yeah, what a lot of people will yeah, get yeah. from it is inspiration. Like, well, if if this guy Darren can go through all this and still come out and you know be where he is, then surely I can do something like that. It's inspiration, it's motivation, it's everything, and that's what we want to share as well. 
yeah, definitely. And then obviously you did the match, the magic, mm. the magic. I, I thought we weren't going to mention him. <laughs> Listen, we have we have to mention him. We definitely yeah. have to mention him. So Madge is a, a character, a very, very Madge is in Scotland. Everybody knows who Madge is. Madge was a uh, back in the day was an internet troll, right? He just used to go on and just mad. He would just fucking somebody would put a post up and Madge would jump in fact he still does it now uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe not to the same level but he's uh, yeah Madge is a character man but he's he's one of these guys especially in Scottish Jiu Jitsu and I've known Madge since I started Jiu Jitsu uh, seven years ago and he's one of these guys again it, he draws people to him um, mm. just because of his character and the way he is um, and he's always willing to kind of help people and um, he's shit at setting up seminars See when he sets up seminars. I mean, I've been getting the uh, memories coming up on my Facebook where Majid give us like two days notice. There's going to be a big fucking seminar. I think one was Jackson Souza. He gave us like two days notice. <laughs> one was Sergio Grecchio, who um, was one of the top MMA guys in Europe. Um, Sambo world champion and stuff like that. We got two days notice. So everything seems to be two days notice. So obviously myself and all his team, Say when it comes to setting up seminars, Madge is fucking hopeless, man. You know I mean? <laughs> shouldn't really do it. Basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, his was good, man. I knew I knew you would have a laugh with his. I mean, he he kind of diverted a few times. I remember watching it, and he, he kind of he, it was like he was having a conversation with you and a conversation with someone else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Remember he came in at the start and he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, fucking this, that, and the next thing." I'm like, Madge, have you put that in the wrong chat? And he's like, no, 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 <laughs> for this one and then. But again, what a character! Yeah, I mean, the obviously the stuff that like doesn't go into the article when we're starting up. And I think one of the things he said was, "I've paid me taxes, leave me alone." It was something like that. <laughs> when it I was like, okay, you know, <laughs> I yeah. was doing the interview, and I went too short. <laughs> but yeah, he, he is a, a a character. He is crazy. He's just. I don't know what else you'd say about Madge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he was Madge is again one a great ambassador for Scottish Jiu Jitsu. I mean, Madge, in regards to competitions and stuff, I mean, coming up through um, his blue belt and stuff, I mean, anywhere Madge went, um, he was guaranteed he was going to win something, whether it be a gold, silver, bronze medal or whatever. Um, and he always used to say at our gym at GB uh, Glasgow that who's going to be competing? And it was like, oh, Madge is competing. Like, brilliant, but guaranteed a medal. So Madge <laughs> would come back. Um, whatever medal he came back with, he'd be come back with it and he'd be wearing it and stuff like that around the gym. Um, and, uh, yeah, just to, to, he kept everybody laughing. See, when you were feeling down, especially if you'd went to a comp and you'd lost. And if you were with Madge and you were driving back up the road with Madge, you knew you had to be in the car for five hours with Madge. Um, and Madge just telling you, do you know what I mean? Just kind of perking you up and keeping you happy. And that's why anytime if I ever went to a comp, and usually when me and Madge went to comps, we would both win medals. Um, so I'd never been at a comp where I'd never won and he'd never won. So mm. we'd usually both won a medal. But yeah, just a hilarious guy, especially to have as part of your team. Yeah, I think there was a bit in there. You were talking about you getting thrown around by someone <laughs> I wish I'd actually got the picture to put in the article for that because yeah. it, it sounds hilarious but um, maybe that's like the secret to his success is when it, whenever he's you know in a competition he's getting people to laugh and then he's getting the submission in yeah. you know maybe that's his little secret as well yeah. <laughs> I've yeah, seen he, him like 
whenever you were rolling with him as well, he would he would talk to you mid roll, and he would be talking to you and telling you what he's going to do and things like that. And you'd be like, "Fucking shut up, man! I'm trying to concentrate. Trying to do yeah. this, trying to do that." And he's fucking whispering sweet nothings in your ear. Do you know what I mean? Or he'd be kissing you and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Kind of similar what I do in the gym, just for a laugh. But yeah, imagine he'd be kissing you and he'd be he'd be giving you a hug and. Uh, do you know what I mean? You'd be like, ah, Madge, come on, man. This is meant to be competition training. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So, but it does the same thing in competition. Do you know what I mean? Where he'll go in and he'll be rolling with someone. He'll, they, normally, he ends up in bottom half guard. Um, and Madge will be talking all the way through it, man. Do you know what I mean? Talking to his opponents and, do you know what I mean? Just having an absolute, because he enjoys it, man. I mean, a lot of people yeah. take jiu-jitsu very, very seriously. But yeah, yeah. Madge, yeah. Madge just fucking... Yeah, enjoys it, man. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it really it must throw people off the game. No, like people do take it very seriously, and then he's like talking to them or whatever, and they're like you can't help but you know hear and listen. So, yeah. you know, it is going to throw you off. He's, he's a smart guy. <laughs> yeah, and then who else? I mean, you've had obviously Madge, Dave Bain, Darren Ferguson. Mm. Uh, so, who? What other people have you had on? Um, I've had uh, Darren Clark as well. He was Darren Clark he was, was a good great. one. Yeah. Um I've just uh, I've Gary Savage. Yeah. Uh he, he was a very interesting character. Um Andy Callaghan, I'm saying his name Andy right. Callahan, yeah. Callahan. Yeah. Um I had him, I'm just trying not to forget anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um who else have I, who have I, who have I had? I feel I feel like I'm forgetting someone and I feel bad. <laughs> um, so I know that I know that the Darren Clark with Darren Clark G B Fife GB Dundee. Mm. So Darren again is one of these very positive people. I mean, if if you've anybody's got Darren on Facebook, I mean Darren's always posting um videos and things like that. I mean, about positivity and all these different kind of things, do you know what I mean? So very, very positive character. Um and again runs a successful gym um in the middle of nowhere in Fife. Um so um, just a small kind of town in Fife. Um, obviously runs obviously GB Dundee as well. So had a very successful team. I mean they've had guys local comps coming in and absolutely destroying competition. They've they've had guys going out to the Euros and um, and they're going to be a team again. One of the teams in Scotland. I mean they came and it wasn't an overnight thing for them. Darren had built this up over years um, and he'd now got to a point where he's now got everything right. Everything mm. is absolutely as it should be. Um, so again, great character, Bam. Yeah, I, I really did enjoy that one. And as you say, his his positive outlook on uh, jujitsu and, and life it is infectious. You know, it, even just doing it through like a message, you can feel the positivity. And all that sounds mad, but it does come across how positive he is. And as you say, with his Facebook posts and that, you see he's very very thankful, you know, he, he does put a lot of inspiring stuff up. Yeah, yeah, and then you've got Andy Callahan again, Andy Callahan's uh, was talking about uh, his his way of looking at jiu-jitsu is very, um, I mean, he knows, because of the type of job he does, um, mm. he knows all about joint manipulation and, and all that kind of stuff, do you know what I mean? So, um, his was very interesting. Again, I've spoke to obviously I trained with Andy. Um, yeah. Again, he's one of my teammates under Marcus Nardini, um, and yeah, I mean, solid guy to roll with. Very kind of very technical, and yeah, I mean, he'll use that knowledge that he has to 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 hit you with a wrist lock or, or anything at all, man. Do you know what I mean? So, so he was very interesting. 
yeah, that that part of it was very interesting to hear how he he uh, he puts that across in his uh, jiu-jitsu game. You know, as you say, he knows about joints and which way to move, which way he shouldn't move. So he he has got a, a bit of the edge, hasn't he, when it comes yeah, to rolling? Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And then you had uh, Mike Ray, Mike Ray as well. Mike Ray, um, yes, that, that's the other one I was forgetting. So, sorry, sorry, Mike. <laughs> yeah, but he got his black belt. Yeah, he got his black belt only. I can't remember what day it was you interviewed him, but he got his black belt the Saturday just before that. Yeah. Um, again, that's Mike right. is black belt, obviously head coach of global BJJ. Um, mm. And yeah, again, Mike's one of the guys I've known for years. Um, ever since I started again, I think I was only, I'd only been a trainer about six or seven months and I met Mike. Um, and I always love seeing Mike at competition, but Mike's very, very small in regards to weight. Um, mm. But I mean, yeah, just an absolute animal on the mat. I mean, he's a uh, very high intensity, um, moves about a lot, obviously does he, he does all the bear and bowl stuff, all the stuff that, that yeah. I can't do. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, he was he was interesting read as well. Yeah, he was. Um, as you say, he's he's a, a small guy, but he really knows how to turn it round. You know, and like you say, he can he can throw you about. You know, guys your size, and I, I yeah. tried to find out what it was. You know, if, if it's something he's worked on, but I think he said it was about weight distribution, and no, he he did work on on it for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so. That was interesting to see how he approaches that because you, you do get a lot of small people in yeah. jiu-jitsu and it isn't all about strength. You've got to try and you know figure out how to use your strengths and that to turn it about, especially when you're rolling with bigger bigger people. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then you had uh, obviously the Garage Savage interview as well. Again, JJ mm. uh, Black Belt, head coach of Sukata Blackpool or Savage MMA. Yeah. Um, and again, Gary. I mean, yeah, you, you, in fact, you reached out to Gary, um, yeah, uh, and obviously got that all set up. So, how how did that go? That that, that was a good one. I I, I think I, I was being on one of the um, the BJJ pages. And I, oh. I think he had just promoted someone, I believe. Yeah, and I thought I'll, I'll reach out. You know, he, he's got a, a wealth of experience. You know, I think it's. Uh, I, I interviewed someone recently as well, Carl Fisher. He's old school, and he said, "I don't think a lot of old school uh, jits guys, you know, get get interviewed much." Yeah, so that's what I'd really like to do because, again, it's stories. It's the whole journey, you know, it's spanning yeah twenty years, you know, longer. Um, but Gary, Gary was he's very very entertaining. He oh. just he opened right up, and there was points when I was saying, you know. I want to keep asking you questions just because you're so interesting, you know. And he's like, just go for it. Yeah. And it's, you know, you, you, you kind of have, you sort of have set questions, you know, just in case. Yeah. But like every time he's open up about something, it's bringing another one up. So yeah. it was, but it, it was, it was amazing. Um, he, I've just got his book as well. Um, Crafty doesn't work in a, in a phone box. Yeah. So yeah. I'm look, looking forward to, to, to reading that. Um, Oh yeah, and when I'm finished with it, I'll be telling everybody else to read it because I expect it to be really yeah. good with all the stories. Definitely. Definitely, that's something you could do as well. An article, obviously, once you've read the book, an article mm. kind of something about the book. Do you know what I mean? And then, because obviously, I knew that he'd had the book. I seen that in the actual interview. He was talking about the book. Um, yeah. Definitely. I mean, jujitsu guys, especially, we love to read. Um, 
good stories, um, mm. or good good books by jujitsu people. So, um, so that was karate doesn't work in a phone box by yeah. Gary Savage. So, um, where did you buy it from, Kieran? Um, he, he actually sent it out to me, um, actually, which is very nice of him. I'm going to review it for him. Um, but yeah, I was very curious about the title. So obviously yeah. you've heard of a phone booth fighting, but to uh-huh. put it in that context of it, it doesn't work in a phone box and it's very British. <laughs> um yeah. but yeah, it was interesting to see where it actually come from with the story about his dad and that. You know, yeah. Very good. Definitely, definitely. So I'll need to look out for that then. So um and then you had uh, Scottish lad, Thomas Hepburn, uh, Brown Belt mm. under Rick Young. Um and Again, Thomas, again, another one of these characters in Scotland, um, uh, was absolutely hilarious when I was reading some of the stuff. Um, and he talked about us being millionaires and stuff like that at the end. Yeah. He said, we're all millionaires, so if Peter Knox is listening, we want to be millionaires, <laughs> Peter, man. This is a fucking empire. Yeah. Um, so how did, uh, how did Thomas go about then? How was that interview for you? I am, um, to be honest with you, I, I enjoy every single one that I do. As I say, it's airing the journeys out of, you know, coming to jiu-jitsu, you know, even if it's someone seasoned for, with 20 years experience or someone just starting, they still have their own unique journey. And it, it's amazing to hear all of them. And Thomas was the same. Yeah, Thomas. Thomas, a nice guy again. Wealth of experience in regards to um, competitions and so on. So obviously, he's always out there, um, whether it be local comps. or he does a lot. Of the, he did. I know he did. A, I think he did one or two SGIs. It could be more, um, but I know he was on the SGIs and things like that. Um, and again, under Rick Young. I mean, Rick Young. Uh, I mean, everybody, especially everybody in Scotland. I mean, Rick Young's the godfather of Scottish jiu-jitsu. I mean, he's yeah. the man. Um, obviously, you do have other black belts in Scotland, but any black belt in Scotland that you speak to, whenever you ask them uh, who who's the man in Scotland, it's always Rick Young. So, for Thomas to be training under Rick Young for so long um, and staying with Rick Young the whole time, almost so, uh, is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's my because I almost feel like a, a fraud when I'm doing this because I, I I haven't really done Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. So like sometimes after people ask me like, do you do jiu jitsu? Like, oh, I'm just I'm I'm starting, you know. Yeah, so sometimes yeah. I feel like like a fraud, but you know, <laughs> I don't think I really get called out on it. <laughs> no, I mean that, that's the thing. I mean, even because I remember when you spoke to me at first, you're like, Stuart, I don't really know much about jiu jitsu, and I'm like, do you know what? It's one of these things. I mean, once uh, once you ask them the first question, um, you can t- you know yourself take the mm. conversation wherever you want to go. Um, yeah. And a lot of these guys, I mean, even if you go in and say, well, do you know what? Um, I don't know anything about jiu-jitsu or I know very, very little. I mean, these guys, will, what do you want to know? Because um, I know you were talking to Thomas about a specific move. Is it a guillotine? Um, the top side guillotine, yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Thomas kind of talked you through that and things like that. So I read that as well. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's as I say, it's great to hear the stories, but it's you're learning as well. You know, it's, yeah. as I said, I think I'd seen it in... Uh, SUG, Charles Lennon's Underground. Yeah. And I was like, why is it that you don't see them often? I was, I was, I was doing the interview with, with Thomas. I thought, no, I'd ask someone who's experienced with it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Why not? And he, he actually talked me right through it. And when he was like, is there any reason like, you're asking? I was just, 
I was just curious, you know, I just want to want to learn about it and that, you know. Yeah. So it is good to be able to ask certain questions. Like I think with um, Darren, going back to Darren Ferguson asking about Ber and Bolo, mm -hmm. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he really spoke me through it as well and explained it. So it, it is good that's that side of it being able to learn as well as adding the, the stories and the journeys yeah yeah i mean that's the thing jujitsu guys i mean larry you'll know this especially i mean yeah jujitsu guys again are more more experienced jujitsu guys if they've been doing it a few years or whatever i mean all, all you need to do because i know that when larry um I think you were you were at the very start. Uh, you were obviously having some issues. I can't remember it was a passing guard or something. And Larry yeah. could have yeah, me a message. Yeah, I think I think that because you kind of we kind of reached out. You reached out after we doing a lot of my articles, and um, being kind of brought into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um, I think you kind of like took me under your wing a little a little bit in terms of like like I've got this guy's my project now. I'm gonna. And make him make him a killer. So and then, let's go and get a couple of sessions in. I was like, okay, cool. So I just I think you just kind of like right. This is what works for me. And what's works that doesn't work for me. And what this is how you can get you can get out of the guard and get guys swept and stuff like. That. So that was like it's quite eye opening when you're kind of getting to guy. You know, guy that's maybe not you know a black belt, but they've had so much of a wealth of experience in front of in front of what I have. Um, I kind of uh, a lower level of the white belt of the. Shh, don't tell me what you about. Um, <laughs> blew my cover. Uh, blue belt, definitely blue belt. Oh, okay. Uh, blue belt stayed. Um, I think just just learning from kind of older guys. And I think one of the things that I was able to say about Marcus's is, is, and obviously Likens as well, and the kind of full family of our guys, there's not one guy that won't be like, right, they'll just be like, oh, fucking white, but I'm not touching him. Fucking you. Know. Everybody's like so welcoming and so... Given of their experience, go like, well, okay, you fucked up there, but I'll, I'll show you what you can, what you do, how you not fuck up next time, and yeah. and it's kind of, and you can see you're kind of grow for a little bit through, uh, learning through different guys, different different games and stuff. So it's yeah. definitely yeah. I know an experience, and it's something that, that I've, you know, I thank you for doing for me, and I thank kind of Marcus and Chris and Nick and Jack and you know Stephen, but everybody that's kind of helped me so far. Everybody apart from Gavin McQueen. I so Gavin, if you're listening, <laughs> Gavin, that's for you. Fuck you, fuck you, Gavin. Not Mark, not Mark. I was no, not Gavin, Mark, no. not Mark. Mark, Mark will come and find us, man. You know what I mean? So, uh, so Keel, just, the Kool-Aid man. Just so you know, Gavin's one of our teammates. So, Gavin, we always give Gavin a hard time. Do you know what I mean? Like any time. Yeah. Anytime somebody puts a post up, or Gavin puts a post up, yeah. you've got about a dozen people on slagging Gavin off. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Gavin, like, just wait till we get back to the gym. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And you're like, mate, you're doing nothing. You start doing, <laughs> doing them the Conor McGregor, like, you'll do fucking nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Jack, Jack specifically told me to, to tell Gav to fuck off on my... And he was like, yeah, yeah. I could put a bit Gavin in the interview. went, whatever you want to say, I don't mind. Like, just like... <laughs> <laughs> right, I give me two minutes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna think of some stuff tonight. Yeah, okay. yeah. So he's like, nah, I can't, I don't, I, it's, it's quite funny, but yeah, it's like Gavin. Gavin's in his name somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> Gavin's a nice guy. He's a very, very nice guy. Very, I'd say, very, very great, great person. Again, I have oh, in your nice. corner. Um, great person to be around. Great person to be rolling with in the gym. I mean, you learn a lot of Gavin, yeah. um, and vice versa. Gavin will learn a lot of us as well. So, so, but we always. I mean, nobody, nobody slags Gavin off. 
better than we do. <laughs> so, um, so there's uh, Peter Knox. Peter Knox jumping in um, <laughs> with a comment there saying, "Yeah, fuck Gavin." <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh dear, Gavin. Where is it to you, Gavin? Eh? Uh, but no, uh, Gavin. Gavin's. Uh, I'd say he's a cool guy. He's one. Of, he's definitely yes. nice very nice good friend. I remember I phoned him just at the start of the lockdown back in March, April time, and I phoned him. The only thing I said was, Gavin, I can't wait to get back to the gym. And he's like, Yeah, me too. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking choke you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like. He's like, Stum, is that the only thing you phoned me to say? And I'm like, yeah, mate, that's all I'm phoned to say. <laughs> that's it, that's so, but uh, great guy. Uh, so, Gavin, we do love you, mate. We do love yeah. you. So, um, so yeah, go, coming on to you then, Larry. So, you obviously started off with um, uh, Jamie Harvey. So, Jamie Harvey yes. was uh, one of the... Probably one of the probably the top blue belt in Scotland. Uh, obviously, then got his purple belt. Um, yeah. In fact, let me just go back to Gavin... Here we go. Look, there's Gavin there. <laughs> I'm just going to water you. Um, <laughs> so, sorry, sorry. He obviously missed the part that we said we loved him. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, but, uh, Gavin, Gavin, we love you, mate. We do love oh, you. Yeah. And we love can't you, wait to get back. Because I know I'm going to choke you, Gavin. 11 <laughs> seconds, Gavin. 11 seconds. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, sorry. Jamie Harvey. So, Jamie Harvey. Yeah. Check my Edinburgh. Um, Jamie... As I said, top one of the top blue belts in Scotland got his purple belt um, last year. I believe it was the last yeah. year this year. Um, I think it was last, last year. November last year, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tail end of last year. Um, I think he's what six and zero, five and zero, six and zero at SDI. I think something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's like yeah, six and zero. I think at the moment. Yeah. Um, um, I think I had a, I had a kind of a streak going where he was kind of. Uh, undefeated the Scottish grappling. He's obviously the Scottish grappling heavyweight champion at the moment. Yeah. Um, so he's kind of hoping to come back next year and ch- like ch- uh, challenge somebody to take his title off him, but hopefully that won't happen. Yeah, um, yeah. Watching a lot of stuff through, feel like doing research about it, watching the SGIs that he's been in. Just nasty, nasty he who can bastards. Yeah. Just, just, just wrecking yeah. people all the time. Like but He went um, to Ireland. I don't know if you watched it. There was a video went up. Yeah, he was in Ireland. He did a, um, a team event. So there was like him, David Sharp, Thomas Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't even remember the other two that went, but they they went over and Jamie <laughs> Jamie um, went in against this Irish guy and got him in a kind of footwalk or whatever he got him in, and all you heard big loud snap. Do you oh, know what I mean? He took the guy's it. fucking leg back to Edinburgh with him, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he was very apologetic about it. Do you know what I mean? Oh. So very very apologetic, but. Um, <laughs> He's, he's a nice guy. I mean, you look at Jamie, I yes, said, yeah. uh, he, he, he reminds you of Clark Kent, and then it suddenly yeah, takes he does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Off and he's got a fucking check mark, fucking Edinburgh, rash guard on, man, and that's a <laughs> Superman logo. Um, but yeah, no, very nice guy. But yeah, I mean, on the mats, um, horrible, horrible guy, yeah. man, on the mats. German, so. I think it's, it's like what you said before, it's these unassuming guys that just next minute yeah. are just. They got in that mat, you know, the, the shoes are off and the, the rash guard's on and it's like, I'm going to kill you. And they will do it. There's these guys that you just think, they think, you don't think much of them and the next minute you're like, they're taking yeah. the glasses off and you're suddenly like, right, they're just, it's as if they're just like, muscles just appear. You're like, oh, right, okay, I'm going to die. Cool, sound. Yeah. Okay. Side shades went from that way to uh, that uh, way. Exactly, you know what I mean? That's a different person. <laughs> like, no, no. Uh, but no, he was cool. He was cool. His interview was good as well. Yeah, um, it's cool. It's a cool full first interview mm. to do. And um, 
really giving a wee time and really kind of like, oh, well, you know, it's like just a very kind of um, gregarious guy, quite, you know, quiet, but also kind of um, very kind of helpful and very kind of enthusiastic about doing what he was doing, you know what I mean? So it's good. Yeah, yeah. These guys are shy, man. I mean, Dave Bain, killer on the mat, shy to come on an interview and talk live on a yeah. video, but obviously in an article, they'll open up. Jamie Harvey's yeah. exactly yeah. the same. Um, I mean, you have Madge on. I mean, Madge is one of these guys, you you put him in front of a cameraman and you're worried about what he's going to say. <laughs> <laughs> See that? Oh, no. No, no. Madge was... I'd seen, I did the podcast with Madge and it was hilarious from start to finish. Um, but, yeah. I mean, Jamie Harvey, Dave Bain and stuff like that. I mean, obviously, maybe not shy, but they, they didn't want to come on camera, so it was yeah, great yeah. that you, you managed to get Jamie Harvey on. So, I think, I think if, you, if we, the way we do it, I, I don't know how Kieran does it exactly, but I kind of speak to him just on mess, Facebook Messenger, and it's more like yeah. I just go, Look, I'm gonna ask you some questions, but I, I do treat it like a conversation. Like, I'm just like, Imagine we're, we're pals only for a minute, you don't have to be full pals with me. Um, <laughs> like, don't have to go out, you know. This is like this is a start of a friendship. Uh, no, it's just about like if you speak to people, you know, just a conversation. I think they're more likely to open up to you instead of it being like mm. this. I mean, I'm quite a shy person, but once you know, if you talk to me like on Facebook or what Instagram or kind of WhatsApp, I'm quite a bit more effusive, a bit more talkative. You know, what I mean, I'm quite a keyboard warrior sometimes. I think. Um, <laughs> And then troll, not not much of an intro is magic, but not um, uh, maybe uh, just a little bit like that. But you know, it's like I would I would probably be a bit more skeptical about going on on online and doing yeah. something on your face to face. It's a bit more like because you're kind of oh the camera's on me. It's a you get kind of a deer in the headlights kind of look about it. But when you're doing something, um, a written thing, they're more likely to open up to you a bit more. Like and yeah. they, and and then they can just like go tell the story without having to be feel nervous or infinite. And then you get good stories from people and you get this kind of like these kind of nuggets of like of of um experiences that people have had and that's it's good for me because um throughout my the time I've, done, I've been doing these interviews i'm learning stuff about competing and learning stuff about um more about mma because generally I, I would just watch kind of a lot of bjj stuff but i'm learning more about mma and a little bit more about you know other people's different um like Mac McLachlan will come to a wee, often a wee bit, but um, his Taekwondo is Muay Thai and yeah. learning about kind of how he how he kind of come into from a different, completely different discipline and mm. and BJJ. So it's kind of cool to see all these these kind of older yeah. guys and sort of seasoned guys like Jack and and Dave Sharp as well, and kind of get learn a bit more about them. So it's teaching me a lot about you know people's experiences and stuff that I can learn in the future. Yeah, yeah. And then speaking of keyboard warriors, I mean, there's Gavin McQueen again. Um, so again, keyboard <laughs> warrior. He says, Stum, you've got stamina to roll for 11 seconds, wee guy. Now, the, the 11 seconds thing, just to explain that, me and Gavin, I sent Gavin a, a video on Instagram. It was, I think it was a guy doing a judo throw. And I was like, Gavin, I'm going to do this to you. And he's like, mate, you're not doing anything to me. And so then I described a fight between me and him. So I was like, Gavin, this is how the fight's going to go. Right, I'm going to take you down. I'm going to pass your guard. I'm going to come around. I'm going to bread cut and choke you. It's going to last 11 seconds. <laughs> and I was like, for the next four minutes, four fucking, uh, what, five minutes and 49 seconds, man, I'm just going to chill. Do you know what I mean? So, but, so we go back and forward. Every time he puts a comment up, I just put up 11 seconds. Do you know what I mean? So there's some saying not. So he's saying it's definitely not going to happen. But uh, I'm looking forward to getting back. Yeah, definitely looking forward to getting back. I'd say, Gavin, I've got a queue of people, Kieran, going 
going to smash me when I go back because I've been winding up so many people. Gavin McQueen, Thomas Wilson. Um, I think I had a go at Jake uh, Robertson as well. Um, so, yeah, everybody, everybody's looking for me when I go back. But, yeah, yeah line them up, mate. Line them up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, so... Taking us on to another good friend that I was, Jack Brown. So, obviously, he did the, the interview with Jack Brown. Now, Jack yeah. Brown, again, uh, brown belt under Marcus Nardini. Jack is probably, again, one of these heel-hooking fuckers, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where if he gets a hold of your leg, man, he's taking it home with him. Um, so, but he, again, as I said, um, I think he had the quickest submission on Grapple Fest. Um, yeah, like, like 10, 10 seconds or something. Yeah. Something like mad at that, like... Just ridiculous, like just literally just gonna shoot the guy's hand, just took him down. That was that. And like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, we're all yeah. waiting to like watch Jack, Jack like compete and like, oh, I right, it's gonna, it's gonna have a good, a good match here. Next one, he's like, right, that's it done. Like, bye, got it cool. Aye, aye. <laughs> that's it finished. Waste of petrol but, money, man, driving all the way down to fucking exactly, Liverpool, man. Yeah. Back. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, back but road. yeah, I'm back on the road. See you later, mate. But that's it. Yeah, I can't. Your, your area, Kieran. I'm trying to think where they had Grapple Fest because it's, it's the same place all the time. Um, but uh, run by Chris Thompson, um, and I can't remember who else it was, um, but a very, very good uh, submission only competition uh, or uh, promotion um, where they yeah. bring in top guys from all over the place, um, all train uh, or they all fight at this. Um, where is it they have it? Um, oh, it, it, it might be where I live, but I'm clueless about the place to be honest with you. I only go <laughs> yeah. where and now that's it. So, yeah, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think it's usually it's the same place. I think it's in a nightclub, um, yeah, it's and, like nightclub down there. yeah, but they have uh, oh, fuck, I can't find it, man. Um, I will find it. I mean, so obviously, Jack Brown, then so yeah, Jack Brown is traveling at the moment. I don't know where he is now. I know he was in Serbia for a while, there was a they, they put a video up and this video went viral. I mean, in, in the space of, I think it was about a week or two weeks, I mean, it had fucking 600,000 views or something. Um, and it was just Jack showing a, uh, an Aminari roll mm. into, a, I think it was a knee bar or a foot, what, a heel hook, I think it was. So, I think it was, uh, yeah, yeah, into a heel hook, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, how was that? How was the Jack Brown interview for you? I loved it. I think Jack, Jack's like just one of the kind of guys that, I really looked up to in the gym. I really, like, always kind of thought he was like slightly mysterious at the beginning. I thought he uh, seemed quite like kind of like, well, that guy's that's that guy that fucking ruins people's easy house. Um, but I not talk to him, but not go near him. Like, but then uh, uh, it's kind of you get like kind of like a, a starts sort of kind of weird friendship, and it's it's good. It's kind of good to talk to him, and he's, he's really got a good a lot of good banter. It's like one of the maybe one of the funniest interviews I've done so far. Yeah. I've done interviews, but in the past, for different wrestlers and stuff for like that as well. When I did my wrestling podcast and stuff, but Jack just had insane amounts of banter. Yeah. Talked about having yeah. only fans and a GoFundMe because he's skint over in Serbia. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I think that what he's doing is just, it's such an interesting story. Just to kind of just to kind of middle of lockdown, just be like meet this meet his girlfriend, then just mm-hmm. small. I was going to go to Asia. Yeah. Like, travel to Asia. And he's like right now. I'm gonna to go to Serbia, gonna to go to Greece, I'm gonna start training there and like then he's like, right, I want to go and just have my own place and own yeah. gym in Asia, which is I, I I think it's probably one of the things that you've watched in these kind of documentaries or if you've read the, the BGG Globetrotters book, 
Um, if you haven't, I, I really recommend that, Chris Grogart. Um, it's just an amazing, amazing story he did. It's very similar in that kind of tone. So when he yeah. was going over there, I thought, I was just, I, I'm quite jealous of like going to roll in these like, kind of really kind of cool countries and especially yeah. Serbia and stuff where they're like, just like, they just, just born solid people, you know what I mean? Like, they're just born, <laughs> born killer, killers, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of cool, kind of cool to see that and like, it's cool to kind of see your, your, your friend doing well and traveling about and seeing, bringing all these kind of stories back and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a cool interview. It's fucking horrible though, man, because he's over in Serbia teaching the Serbians how to footwork and heel hook people. Exactly. So that means that that's we're going to go to a competition. And if you're up against somebody from Serbia, you're going to be like, fucking Jack showed him what to do. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So you're just going to have a team of fucking Eastern European guys all coming in like Jack. Do you know what I mean? So it's like the fucking Eminem army. Remember the Eminem song? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, the real <laughs> Slim Shade. You listen to the real Jack Brown. Do you know what I mean? Have so, you been trained by Jack Brown? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm out, mate. Tap out. Just yeah. bye, bye. See you later, mate. Yeah. Oh, I trained for a guy back in oh, Serbia. Yeah, Jack Brown. I oh, mean, I referee. I want. I don't want to fight yeah, this guy. Man. I, I, out, mate. I just. I'm just. I broke my arm. I've just broke my arm, mate. Oh, bye. So, but no, it's good. I mean, he he obviously he's his partner. Um, I think it was his partner years ago. Um, yes. And then obviously, they, it's, I think what, 10 years or something, a number of years had passed, and then they kind of met each other and rekindled, obviously, their love from back. And proper fucking Hollywood love story, this man, do you know what I mean? It's so, really cool. Like, that was something I was kind of like, I didn't want to go and go like, how did you meet your girlfriend? Yeah, um, yeah. Because uh, that would have been a bit weird. Like, I was about yeah. to talk about Jiu-Jitsu, mate, like, I, but how did you meet your girlfriend, though? Yeah, yeah. So it was a proper, yeah, but a proper Hollywood love story. It's cool. It's really, it's really cool, and I, I, I wish them all the best because they're obviously really enjoying themselves, and I'm sure she's quite happy just to jack to go out and destroy people's legs (laughs) of an an evening or a morning. Come back, we've been out to the day. Yeah, nah, nah, it's good. Killing people. Yeah, but nah, he's definitely. I mean, (laughs) obviously, looking forward to getting him back. Um, I know I think he's away for about a year or a year plus. Um, So, fingers crossed, obviously, we do get him back. We don't lose him. Um, So, we'll see. We'll see where he goes in the near future. So, I think he's been away for about, what, six months now? Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About six months. So, yeah, yeah, it's a long time. So, fingers crossed we get him back soon. Um, yep. And then you went on to another Likens guy. So, Davy Sharp, Sharp, again, another guy molded out of the same mold that fucking Jack Brown came out of. Um, so, Davy Sharp, again, uh, for people that don't know, Davy Sharp, again, was one of the top blue belts in Scotland um, in regards to obviously his record, again, unbeaten record at SGI, um, similar to Jamie Harvey. Um, yeah. Again, got his purple belt earlier this year. Um, I think they'd done a was it Evolution of Combat? Uh, they just finished combat, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was him, Shawnee, Stewart, and Jack Brown had went on that. And uh, obviously, the two, the three of them came back. Shawnee got his black belt. Uh, Jack got his brown belt, and Davy got his purple belt. So Davy's purple belt has been a long time coming. Um, and Davy's one of these guys we need to throw out the gym because. <laughs> I mean, if he's posting anything, it's like, yeah, yeah, posting. Or it, it could be his partner's, his missus' birthday. And they'd be like, yeah, it's my missus' birthday. They're like, oh, where are you? I'm in the gym. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're like, what? <laughs> I can go home, man, and celebrate the birthday. I'd be like, no, Christmas time. Yeah, I mean, he did the Christmas time rolls, and he'd be rolling at 11 o'clock at night and stuff like that. He'd go in and set up a projector. Um, or they would, uh, I think they would do it from their phone or from a laptop onto the wall. 
And then what they would do is they would then practice the moves. I think they were doing a lot of the John Danaher stuff oh, yeah, when yeah, it yeah. first came out. Um, and you're like, man, it's like 11, 12 o'clock at night, man. Go fucking home, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, somebody must be looking for you, man. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You'll be on the Wait, missing. David. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Jimmy but, yeah, but he was, uh, again, a great interview. Again, Davey's one yeah. of these people that was quite shy, didn't want to come on and chat on uh, a live scenario or on video. So it was great, again, getting an article with him. Absolutely. And I think, I think uh, again, another, another, just another guy that you that I kind of look at from, from Lycans, it just, just, another, just another killer, just another guy that you just see you on the mats and you think, I want to be at that kind of, at that level, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, a lot of, see, there's obviously a lot of guys in, in the gym and thrill and likings as well that just just make you want to be like better. You want to be like want to go in and then that's the kind of biggest hardship about not doing it just now. That was the biggest kind of it's kind of the brakes have been pulled for quite a lot of us and especially for somebody like me at the very kind of very low level of it. I wanted to kind of like right. I thought 2020 is the year I'm going to start. I'm going to start getting better. I'm going to be like doing like wee classes with Stoom, and I'm going to get like, and I want I'm going to get striped up hopefully, and I'm like I'm going to be at the fucking the rose at Christmas time, and and uh, then it went nope. Excuse me, Larry. I've got a completely different story for you. You're going to do fuck all of that. Yeah. You're going to do do it home, and you're going to watch fucking Bernardo Fanaria fucking. <laughs> yeah. Huge honor constantly yeah. on your YouTube. Um, yeah. but it's again, Dave's just one of the nicest guys. Um, I think obviously, when like, especially for me when I came into doing jiu jitsu, it was I'm just actually, I'm a shy person. So when you see guys like that, you think, Oh, I couldn't, I, that guy's that guy to talk to me about, but they're just they're generally being the nicest guys ever. And again, Dave was very, very given of his time and very. Um, helpful and very kind of enthusiastic to tell him about how his dad loved what the hell and um, how he's like just, just loves just loves grappling yeah, I think it's yeah. a kind of it's a sort of a, a through line of like learning about the competition side of it which is something that you know that maybe I hope to do in the future um, if you know if I don't get too old before then <laughs> I think but it's just it's seen, learning about competitions and stuff is a big thing that I've kind of gone through all the kind of the the interviews and I always kind of ask, you know, what, what do you think, what do you like about competing? What do you, what do you see competing through? And a lot of the kind of full lines is like, it's just something we do. It's just something that you, as a necessary part, you you know, get your belts, but a big part of that is, is you know, and you're learning, you're going to your classes, but um, competing is a big, large part of, you know, your your actual growth. And it's something that's frightens me, but I'm like, there's still that desire I'd be like to go and do it. And so watching yeah. guys like Dave and Jack and, you and Mark and um Dario as well, like seeing these guys like owning people are rouge as well, like a rouge. killing people. A rouge. You know, like, <laughs> so like and you like, like guys like Maga as well, like just I'm like, right, I want to go on that level, at least in a some way to find my own like style of it, but certainly get yeah. to that sort of like that kind of mindset of like competing and even if I do even if I do it once and I get battered, at least I can say my hands up and go look I, look I did it and yeah. try to grow and, and it's something i've kind of learned and bring something out of it so i certainly seeing these guys and speaking to them about competing is kind of interesting and sparks so it's kind of like right i want to get back in and be on the mats and stuff again 
Yeah, yeah. And then you did the uh, Matt McLaughlin, so obviously recently. So yeah. Matt again, purple belt uh, out of now. Let me get this right. It used to be MMA Paisley, but it's now MMA, I believe, Evolution. MMA Evolution, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one. Oh, yeah. a real grappling affiliate. So obviously yeah, affiliate yeah. purple belt. So Matt come with a wealth of martial arts experience. Um, BJJ was his most recent thing that he took up. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, uh, there was at the Muay Thai. Uh, I think he's like a kind of high level in Muay Thai um, and Taekwondo as well. He's a kind of high level. It's a black belt Taekwondo, I believe. Yeah. And also, you kind of talked about coming in, coming into that and the first time and actually learning from Marcus. Yeah. Like this this week, he said, like, he talks about this. Like, we guys just came up and he said, I don't have a gym anywhere. Can I train with you guys? He's like, yeah, yeah. Teach us. And he's like, and he's like, what's the point? <laughs> I throw this in a bin. Everything else, everything else is just completely. Uh, I remember saying that. Now. Yeah. Like it's like this is what I'm going to do now, and yeah. it's a kind of cool thing. Learned, and he actually had a lot of stories as well. Like, yeah, learning about yeah. all the guys, from the Gracies, all the he's like met pretty much all the Gracies now, and there's like a thousand of them now. I mean, yeah, it's like there must be so many Gracies. They're all over the place. They're all over the place. When you meet like, somebody. Yeah, you meet somebody at work and you're like, oh, what's your name? My name's John. John what? John Gracie. Ah, Hon John. Hon yeah. uh, uh, Gracie. Hon yeah. Gracie, aye. <laughs> Gracie. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, no, Matt was good. I mean, I've known Matt again for a, a good few years. Matt's an older guy, uh, Kieran. So I think, uh, I can't remember how old Matt is. Matt's probably in his 40s. Um, and... Um, again, Matt will put himself out there. He's always out trying to compete as much as possible, whether it be, again, through local competitions or whether it be, again, submission-only invitationals and stuff like that. He's yeah. always willing to put himself out there. Um, yeah. Won't back down. I mean, if somebody offers him a fight, he'll, he'll fight them. Um, and that's just something, again, in him that's been bred from the, the early days when he started doing, obviously, the Muay Thai and the Taekwondo and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't think he'd be too happy about you giving his age away, though. Yeah, uh, I, I took. I took a step. You know, I took a step back there and said nothing there. Matt, I said nothing about your age. That was all. all him. Oh yeah, that was me, mate. That was me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, then, I remember uh, when he said. Uh, I think he was painting MMA Paisley. And I remember I turned up. He put a post up saying, "Anybody want to come and give him a hand?" And no, because like, I think the gym was opening up. In a couple of days, so let's say this was Thursday. The gym was open up on the Saturday, and I remember going over and kind of helping them out. I don't know if I'd, if I'd done very much, um, but <laughs> I was there. You know I mean, I was there. I was supervising, made sure everybody did. Good. Um, so, but no, nah, I remember going over and helping him out, and um, he was obviously very thankful for that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He did a yoga class. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> He said this yoga class. He only did it a few times. Um, so he brought in this yoga teacher, and I remember I'd been training at GB. Um, I had done a two-hour session and went to the yoga class, and I ended up falling asleep. Right, we went into this position, oh. and we we're kind of lying down. And she's like, "I woke up to the just close your eyes um, and just vision this." And she's giving us this vision, and then the next minute I was like. <sighs> Actually, snoring in the- <laughs> <laughs> and somebody nudged me and like, fucking yoga classes on them. Like, oh my god, I'm sorry. And she's like, no, no, she's hey. and the word the yoga teacher's like, no, that's exactly how relaxed we maybe know that relaxed, right? But <laughs> they like a little bit, like just yeah, so uh, don't fall asleep, but just <laughs> well, one if that was a fair floor. <laughs> know, someone falling asleep during yoga. <laughs> Turn the CV, somebody fell asleep in my class. 
Matt's definitely a great guy, and I've always uh, always got time. Anytime I see Matt, I'd it's always good chatting with him and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, definitely hoping to. I mean, especially if this lockdown stuff gets over. Do you know what I mean? I mean, obviously, I know that. Yeah, I know it's health and stuff like that. We need to we need to take care of health and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, how long is it going to go on for? I don't know. This is something we talked about with Matt. Obviously, he's a training. You know, people in person, one to one now. Um, that's affected him greatly, you know. That's like different for guys like with Marcus. You, it's even be even be worse for Marcus because he's got kind of um, yeah, you know, people like, like yeah. he's got. You got to say like, right, I need to think of something to kind of show these guys and keep the money coming in and making sure that the gyms, you know, staying open and stuff. And like, especially for a guy as well, for for Matt being that's his income. You know, he's mm-hmm. got like another job, but another big part of that is like doing special sessions and you know he's offering you know these kind of packages where you're going to do a certain amount of time and a certain amount of lessons and you're going to get you know your belts and you're getting ranked and stuff like that yeah. so that's a big part of his like he's is um he's given of his obviously he's he's kind of uh, experience in trying to kind of help people and train yeah. people and it's to have it kind of taken away from me must be heartbreaking man yeah for mm. a lot of people as well for i feel bad for you know Everybody around the world just get got a gym. Obviously, some guys, obviously in America, who just go, "I'm still training, mate. Like, still, <laughs> still teaching people. Don't, I don't care. It's like, it doesn't exist." Aye, I've um, seen a few, I've seen a few where a few gyms have stayed open in America, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously in California, especially, uh, gyms were staying open, and then obviously. Yeah. Terra was the big one. They basically said, look, if you keep it open, I think it was about a five or a ten thousand dollar fine every day that you stay yeah, open. Yeah, yeah, so he, he had no choice. I mean, he could have stayed open. Terra's obviously got some money behind him. Um, but oh, absolutely, yeah. five to ten grand a day. Do you know what I mean? So it's hard, it's hard because and you feel bad for because like obviously us personally, like seeing Marcus and you know, opening and closing and opening and closing and yeah. it just it's just terrible when you've got a guy that you know that's 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 you know, it's relying on that money coming in and that's yeah. just kind of all and also especially for like a lot of these guys that te- are teaching, you know, these kind of coaches, they they want to train, they want to, they want to go in and they want to be rolling and stuff and they want to be trying to sharpen themselves and getting ready for competition, you know, through the year and next year and stuff and they won't be doing stuff like that, especially with somebody like Marcus, who was like went to do Polaris this year, yeah. and not really getting to train and like having to go down and kind of piecemeal training and stuff like that. Um, a big question about obviously asked Mark was like, what happens now in terms of you know we're paying our way towards the gyms. Everybody's paying in some way that a lot of, kind of gyms are saying like, pays. We want to stay open, we want to keep the doors open, we want to keep the lights on, so to speak. What happens, you know, what, next year when we if we still can't train? That was kind of the thing I was like. Um, yeah. what they kind of put towards people is like, what do we do now? What What is yeah. a new normal for? And that's something I've kind of carried on from interviews as well. It's like, what is a new normal for, for jiu-jitsu now? It's, what is the kind of the, the, the plan for next year and 22, 2022 yeah. and stuff like that? What do, will we get to have, you know, things are coming back in terms of, you know, Cage Warriors and, and Polaris and stuff like that, like coming back every so often. But what's the landscape of BJJ when it comes into 2021? Yeah. Um interesting to see what will happen hopefully it'll become hopefully it's all go dies down and hopefully out my, my job working for the government <laughs> um <laughs> yes for anybody uh, that doesn't know uh larry works for the covid <laughs> so larry deals with 
COVID, so if anybody's got any COVID-related questions, feel free to... Uh, if we're in, in Scotland, it's fine. Nicola <laughs> uh, Sturgeon's got a finger on the pulse. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, if you're in England, you're going to get a phone call from me tomorrow. So yeah, look forward to that. Phone rings tomorrow, um, yeah, it's, it's and they me. say hello, then you've got the corona, you've got the coronavirus. Do you know what I mean? I'll, so I'll, I'll, I'll be saying I'll be watching Jason Statham movies all day, so it's all right. Instead <laughs> so, of watching Home Alone, while I'm like, hello, bye. <laughs> I think um, I think that has been the hardest part of it, though. Like interview people, listen to how they're trying to deal with with the COVID, yeah. you know. In the gyms and also finding other ways of training and staying in shape. I mean, it, yeah, it's it been hard for everyone, um, but it's it's been especially hard for, for the gyms having to close. I mean, yeah. obviously it's it's health and obviously the gyms. A lot of people in and the, the only thing you can really do is one to ones, so it's yeah. it's been been very hard, you know, for people to to train. They've had to go home and. You know, watch stuff and try and like, you know, just buy do it by themselves. Well, like, just, yeah. Like buy yoga mats and just like lie them in the floor and stuff like that. Like, yeah, uh, I would fall asleep, mate. There's no point. That's what Gavin Gav needs to do. He said, pretend there's a yoga <laughs> class on and like, you lie down, he comes in, rear, rear naked or a, just a wee Kimura. <laughs> that's it, 11 seconds. That's your action plan. I've coached you now, Gavin. That's me, yeah. your coach now. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's also about, uh, we're talking uh, before off camera about like mental health and mm. um, looking, looking at that a little bit more in the future as well with your articles and stuff. Um, personally, for me, it's like it's that's my outlet, you know, that makes me feel better going to the classes. And uh, as, as anxious as, as I am about going through the door and actually getting in the mats and I have this kind of fear when I'm like, I'm like, get put my rash guard on my shorts on. I go, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? And then I go on and I'm like, I do the class and like everybody's so friendly, and you just go and you're like, and then do you like, oh, what, what was I worried about? There was nothing there. Like it's, yeah. there nobody hurt me. I wasn't. I'm not dead. I may feel a bit sick, but I may, my arm and my chest may feel a bit bad, but you don't. You feel it's an enormous self of, of accomplishment. Yeah. When that gets yeah. taken away from me, it's, it's so hard to like just to. I'm just trying to find another outlet. I'm going out cycling, or I'm going to walk, or walk the dog. Mm. Or, um, doing this is a, a big thing. It's like it's it's not going to replace it, but certainly it's it's helping to talk about it and and kind of open up about, about other guys. Keeps and a part of it is uh, like some of your top jujitsu guys. I mean, when you speak to them um, and you say to them, uh, what, "What does jujitsu mean in your life now?" Well, if I'm not doing jujitsu. I'm watching jujitsu videos. If I'm not watching it, I'm thinking about it. When I go to bed at night, I dream about it. And you're like, fuck, man. Do you know what I mean? So, to, and that's a top level. All top level guys will tell you the same thing. For you to be at that level, jujitsu needs to be everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it can't exactly, just be, yeah. you can't just go one hour, two hours a day. You, you need to be there all the time. You need to be involved in everything to do with jujitsu. So, and that was the thing I, I was at the beginning when I, even before I started, I was like, jujitsu is my thing. You're like, but I've not even, my, it's like, I've never done a class yet. And I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's my life, mate. Jujitsu, my jujitsu pro for life. She went, what? Yeah. Go into a class first before you start, like, 
Like, yeah. Ash Garza's like, <laughs> like looking for a tatami endorsement. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so do those True. things first. And, but no, it's like like you say, it's it's you got to sort of be be doing it, and it's and it's okay doing it in the house and stuff, and doing it your girlfriend or your dog. Or, <laughs> or a dummy, you know, like just, uh, just in case the NSPCA is watching. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dummy, he's, you know, fine, he's fine. Like, he's fine. Like, bring dog. him out to show you. Like, um, <laughs> probably beat me to be honest. So, so, <laughs> uh, um, but now we've got somebody else there as well. A good friend of mine. Good friend of the show. Um, Craig Tobin. Craig Tobin is out in. America somewhere, I believe it's Pennsylvania. Uh, I think it's Pennsylvania. I'm not too sure now. Um, but yeah, Merry Christmas, mate, from us. So obviously, I'm in his Christmas. partner. Merry Christmas, uh, Craig. So Craig was uh, again blue belt. I think his purple belt now. He got his purple belt again last year. I think it was tail end of last year. Um, to been training forever. I used to train with uh, Paul Craig, Chris Bungard over at the Scottish Hit Squad. Um, So obviously I got, he was the first person, one of the first people that when I first started training, there was him and uh, a big guy, Mark McDowell, um, who they were the first two people I ever trained with. um, And Tobin was absolutely brilliant. Um, He was very, very easy on me. So, um, and partly because obviously the first lesson with him was the reason that I Seven years later, I'm still here doing so. So, again, thank you, Tobin, and obviously, Merry Christmas from us as well. Absolutely. Uh, So, next year, then, so 2021. In fact, he's saying there, look, uh, Greenville, South Carolina. I don't even know if that's anywhere near Pennsylvania or not. (laughs) I've got family in Carolina, so that's. uh, So, I think it's probably as far away from Pennsylvania as. as, Yeah, it's like so, opposite, like pretty much. Apologies for that, Tobin. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, 2021. Uh, so we are. Uh, we, we talked about this off before we came on. There's going to be a lot of things that we're going to be talking about. So we're going to touch on subjects that other people won't. So I know that I've got a, a guest coming on, Lucy Wynn. Uh, Wynn, I think that's how you say her name. W Y double N E. So Lucy Wynn. Um, so Lucy uh, did an article recently talking about inequality for women in jiu-jitsu, not just uh, jiu-jitsu when it comes to training, but you're looking at other things like jiu-jitsu equipment, the gear, gis and the mm-hmm. uh, rash guards. There's, there's, there is companies out there that do do female uh, apparel, female mm-hmm. um, rash guards, shorts yeah. and everything else, but there's not many. Okay, so they kind of cater for males in general so mm, so mm-hmm. she wanted to kind of i'd seen the article i know kieran you'd seen the article as well yeah um and so i had messed her and said look lucy obviously come on um and like most guests i mean obviously they're a bit worried about what kind of angle that we're going to take um but for me i mean anybody that i've ever had on the show i always tell them look, that, that the time that you're on with me is your time so whatever you want to talk about, I'm not I'm not here to judge anybody and tell mm-hmm. anybody they're right and things like that. But in regards to Lucy's uh, kind of article and stuff like that, I feel that's something that needs to be spoken about because oh, yeah. there is inequality. In it. And again, as, as I said earlier, um, for me, I've not I've not had any inequality since I've come into jujitsu. But, but I'm not a female. Um, mm. So I don't know. I haven't seen it. It's never happened at any gym that I've ever been at. If it ever did happen, um, then you've got a gym full of killers that are ready to smash whoever it is that that's that's 
being sexist or whatever they're yeah. doing. You know what I mean? So uh, not in an aggressive way, but but basically let them know that you can't do that. You can't do shit like that in our gym. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So we kind of do try and stamp it out, which a lot of gyms will do as well. So, so I wanted to have Lucy on um, just to speak about that. Um, obviously, we talked about mental health and stuff like that. So mental health, I touched on it previously with Andy Baker. Um, I did a, a Stoomcast podcast with Andy Baker uh, last year or the year before. Um, and we touched a little bit on it. We didn't really go into full details but again obviously that's something especially now with the gyms being closed i mean we mm -hmm. we see it um kind of every day people are people are having kind of mental health issues i know me i suffer from um mental health issues myself Larry, you're the same um mm -hmm. and they're kind of well documented so uh so that's something i wanted to kind of touch on um so what about yourself, Kieran? I mean, anything that you want to, or anybody you've got coming up, or anything you want to talk about in 2021? Yeah, I mean, I think the one with Lucy Wynn will be very interesting because you, you, um, you, you don't really see it unless you're in there. You know what I mean? And it's, but you don't also see it from a female perspective. You know what I mean? So it, I think that would be a very interesting one. But I'm going to be speaking with uh, Professor Joanna. Um, who you've spoke with previously. Um, she has her uh, women's defence and would really be trying to jump into that. So that's on the same kind of spectrum and that, you know, helping yeah. women in BJJ yeah. and self-defence. Um, who else? I messaged uh, Douglas Hernandez. I think he, he's from uh, Florida. Um, he competed recently. Um, so I'll be looking to interview him as well. I think I messaged you instead of of a message. Yeah, because normally whenever whenever <laughs> we talk, I'm like, yeah, I've got such and such, and I tell you who they are and what they've done, mm. and then when you come at me and say Douglas Hernandez, I'm like, fuck, right? So I have to Google <laughs> Google the man. Like, right, okay, um, so I know I know a good bit. I said when it comes to UK jujitsu guys, I mean, yeah, if you give me a name, I can tell you. Yeah, maybe they are and, and that's the funny thing about jiu-jitsu they obviously look, i don't know people by their names i don't know anybody's second name in jiu-jitsu all i know is the first name and what belt they've got mm. <laughs> and where they've been during so um but yeah i mean douglas hernandez as i said i looked in purple belt um yeah. so and he looked solid i mean he said he won uh gold yeah. medal um at his, and i'm trying to remember was it the florida ibjjf um, I, I think that he also competes at third something like a third grappling or something like that as well. Yeah. Um, like yourself, can't really recall the names of things, but I think it, that'd be interesting to, you know, see how much it, it differs in from the UK and the US. You know, um, I think that'd be be very interesting. I've also uh, got a, I don't want to say his name wrong. Really, well, yeah. Um, yeah, I've messaged him and he said he'd be be open to doing something after the new year. Um, gonna be. Brilliant. one of these guys, man. I mean, see when you get him, Brilliant's got some hilarious stories. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, some of the best stories in jujitsu, man, come from um, Brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Another guy, Henzo Gracie. I mean, Henzo Gracie. Uh, somebody that I've reached out to, obviously, um, I've not got them yet. I will get them. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, Brazilians in general. I mean, some of the stories that you hear from them are hilarious, man. Do you know what I mean? And they, yeah. they, they, 
they tell the story as well. The story, just the way they tell the story as well, makes it even funnier. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Get so much passion into telling you what. <laughs> so, so Brown will be good. Brown will be very entertaining. So, um, definitely yeah. forward if that comes about. Miracle, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely be looking forward to that one. Um, who else have we got in touch with them? I've just been like messaging people now. Just it's, it's become like a. A few people in America. Um, so obviously, uh, you've messaged quite a few people in America. So obviously, we because uh, I'm not even looking at America, so <laughs> that's what we're going to do. I mean, we're going to pick, um, so I know that we're going to do, and again, we'll, we'll speak about this, but we're going to do where we'll say, right, this is this is who I'm going to speak to, this is who who you're going to contact, you mm. and then you, you tell me, and then we just go out and get everybody on everybody mm. who wants yeah. to. Talk we can get them on, do you know what I mean? So, um, but no, it's so a good interview, yeah. It's going to be a very, very big year, definitely. Yes. <laughs> looking forward, looking forward to it, yeah. And then, Larry, what about you? I mean, anything you you want to touch on 2021 or anybody you have maybe thinking about that you want to speak to? Yeah, like, I've I've, I've had Andy Baker reach out to me, um, our friend Andy. Um, again, one of these guys that kind of regularly reached out of based on my old jiu-jitsu blogs and was like you know, very kind of very given very open about his, his story and um he's asked me if he, well, i would mind speaking to him about mental health and he thinks that that would be something that would be interesting for both of us so we can speak to him i've got callum burke coming up in a few days yeah. um we speak to him obviously he's gonna he's gonna start to be kind of a a, a force within scottish yeah. jiu-jitsu so it'll be kind of cool to speak to him um I, just, I, I want to speak to a guy called Marcus Greatwood. I'm reaching out to him. So if you've not watched any of Marcus's videos, he, he does kind of very kind of like kind of challenging kind of videos regarding uh, BGJ. Uh, once did a, he did 40 sessions of Jiu-Jitsu in a month. Um, he did 14 days or 14 sessions and flew all the way over to California and rode with um, 10th Planet. Did yeah. 14 sessions mm. within a week. Of Ten Planet and um, they're really cool videos. He's like kind of free diver as well, but he started doing kind of live videos talking about specific kind of uh, uh, subjects, you know, like breath work and um, oh. kind of have kind of given experience. And he trains down down south under Hodger Gracie and Gracie uh, in the UK. Um, so if you've known, if you know Hodger Gracie, he's like one of the just just an, an amazing. He's one of the. Um, if you look at the Gracies, he's like one of the like the guys you look under under Hickson, under Herion and mm. um Hoyler, you look and he's one of the kind of top guys. Um seeing him kind of compete before is just, he's just an amazing competitor. So um be cool to kind of hear about his stories of training under him and stuff. Um yeah. I just kind of want I want to kind of I say want to bring kind of some of my old stuff over to um in the UK. I want to kind of talk a little bit more about mental health and um, I'd love to talk to some people, you know, that, you know, I've come out from the, I like, you're talking about the kind of, um, the kind of ladies, um, jiu-jitsu and their experiences, and obviously I've been reading a little bit more about that, and you speak to people, you know, that can be a bit marginalised, a bit, you know, people, are, you know, coming new to it, um, there's a lot of kind of transgender um, competitors coming into the fray now, and I think that's, yeah. I think it's just a massively cool thing to see, and um, obviously jiu-jitsu is a very welcoming place, so, It'd be interesting to speak to kind of some of those people um, and to speak and just discuss and say, you know, what's your experiences? You know, how have you had, uh, how have you felt in the, on the mats? Has it been, you know, 
have a good experience bad experiences you know with the road experiences um because i think that's something that I've, i'm very kind of passionate about um you know, trans writing and, uh, yeah me, me lads <laughs> it's having a good time in the background it's just getting so good santa's coming yeah i'm very excited something we want to kind of all kind of want to be having a when I look at MMA UK, I want like us to have a kind of a, a very open and um, welcoming kind of platform, and I think that's something we're doing just now. And yeah. the cool stories we're, we're telling, we can tell some more cool stories of the twenty twenty one. Definitely, and I know me. Obviously, I've got Lucy Wynn as I spoke of. Um, I've got the Leighton family coming on right now. The Leighton family are based in Berwick. Uh, come out of Tiago Ferreira's gym, good friend of ours, or mine, Tiago Ferreira. Um, Tiago is a great guy, really, really great guy. Again, from Brazil um, and ran the Checkmark kids team to great heights. I mean, he had these kids winning all sorts. Do you know what I mean? World Championships, European Champions, British Champions, and so on and so on. So the, the Leighton family, you've got the mum, the mum, Diane. Diane is a white belt. So obviously Diane's obviously coming in training. I think Diane started because the kids were doing it. So Diane obviously put herself onto the mat as well. Um, you've got the oldest son, I think Javon. Javon is, I'm sure he's about 18, 18 year old now. So again, I've known this kid since he was maybe 11, 12 year old, 13 year old. And obviously being able to see him grow to where he is now. Obviously, he's a blue belt now and he's out doing submission-only competitions. Recently went to university, so we thought we were going to lose him. But no, he's still training. He's still training. He's out university. Obviously, 18-year-old kid starting university. Um, and he's living away from home as well, man. So um, I thought there was only one thing was going to happen. He's going to be out on the town every night. But no, <laughs> still, training. still training, still enjoying it. And you've got the youngest kid, Cody. The Cody's a... Little animal, man. Do you know what I mean? Cody is brilliant, man. This kid is absolutely brilliant. I mean, whenever I've been down to Berwick, and obviously he's there, do you know what I mean? He'll he want to roll with you and stuff like that. And you'll be like, I weigh like three times. <laughs> I'm bigger than you. You'll just be like, no, fucking come on, let's go. Um, great family, the Leightons, um, as I said. So I'm excited to go to be speaking to them. Um, a few other people, I mean, I want to have. I mean, I've reached out to. Uh, Gordon Ryan, but obviously I know Gordon Ryan's got well, obviously his issues at the moment. Obviously, unfortunately, his, know, his dad passed away that's and that's stuff horrible. like that. So, big uh, yeah, so big God. Um, I think he had the funeral. Was it today or yesterday? I'm sure it was today. Yeah, um, Dan, I was so, talking about it today. Yeah, so um, obviously he's going through tough times at the moment. As I said, I want to have Henzo on. Um, going to try and reach out to obviously some other Graces like uh, Hodger and stuff like that. So um, there's a lot of people. I mean, I've got a list of. I was, I was laughing and joking with us about with Kieran. I've got a list of over a hundred people. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, was, I was looking through. Yeah, I mean, I was looking through some of the list and um, let me see if I can find some of these people, man. You uh, and these are people that. Do you know what I mean? I, I can reach out to. So, yeah, people like uh, uh, Simon Hayes. Simon Hayes, an old school guy, um, started jujitsu from the early beginnings. Uh, uh, he's an older guy. Um, he's, anybody that's got Simon on Facebook, you'll see him. He's always training, he's always doing stuff. Um, 
then you've got uh, Taylor Pierman, um, fights out of ZR team. Uh, he's a friend of KT Hunter. Uh, so obviously mm. the other one, uh, the yeah. other interviewer, Sarah Mariner, um, who again, ZR team, Fionn Davies, John Nicholson, um, obviously in Dumbarton, um, Helen Curry, uh, again, was uh, I believe Scottish black belt, female black belt, um, Chris Payne's Vadim. Vadim. So I'm going to try and get Vadim on, Larry. Vadim is a, a master of Sambo, right? So he's a oh, Sambo. Sambo. That's cool. Um, so we're going to maybe talk a bit about some of that. We've got Alan Love, Andy Burns, Scott Ward, Gary Christie. We're going to get him. Yeah. We're going to get him. Um, as he, Gary won't do a live interview, um, but we've obviously, he's going to be doing a, um, an article. All right, so we 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 thought we had them set up, Kieran. We did. Mm. We thought we had. Yeah, them. But, we thought uh, we had them. <laughs> but we're gonna get them. As I said, Gary. Gary's one of these people. I mean, you'll message Gary, and then three days later, he'll get back to you and stuff like that. So, so Gary's definitely one I'm excited about having on. Paul McVeigh interviewed before. So Paul mm. McVeigh again, we can get for whether it be an article or even a live interview. Yeah. Uh, Ash Mohammed. Ash is out of Fighters Hive in Bathgate. Um, so again, brown belt, I believe, still a brown belt under Yusuf Nabi. Um, we've got Speedos, uh, Martin Speedos from up north, um, up in Aberdeen. <laughs> brown belt, yeah, Speedos, um, good friend of uh, Craig Guthrie, a guy I interviewed before. Um, uh, yeah, Speedos, a brown belt. Uh, so, what to speak to him? Ross Nichols, somebody mentioned Ross, Ross Nichols. Nichols, got some funny stories. So, I want to get uh, Ross Nichols on, Keith McKenzie. Um, again, obviously, Madge pointed at him out. So Madge said, yeah, yeah, Keith, Keith will not come on because he's shy. And I'm thinking, Keith's not shy, man. Keith's definitely <laughs> not shy. So we're going to reach out to Keith. And then, obviously, the big one I want to try and get is uh, the godfather of Scottish Jiu-Jitsu himself, Rick Young. Um, yeah, Rick Young, yeah, yeah. So, Rick's not on Facebook as often, so he's not like, uh, obviously you see some black belts that are on Facebook all the time, using social media, taking full advantage of it. Um, Rick Young's one of these guys where I will get him, but I just need to get him at the right time. So yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely one person that I do want to speak to. So, And as I say, the subjects, I mean, there's going to be subjects coming up throughout 2021. Um, I know the big one at the moment is the lockdown. Um, course, so course, yeah. Yeah. hopefully 2021, we can try and get back to some kind of normality. So, um, and I'd say this, this is a platform for, obviously we, we're doing it. I mean, we love what we're doing. I mean, yeah. we definitely love it, but this is a platform for uh, any kind of jujitsu, male, female, um, to come on and tell their story, whether it be on a live interview. Or, I'd say if they're not comfortable about doing it on a live interview, Obviously, doing an article with one of you guys. Um, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And we're pretty much available most of the time. Um, as I said, uh, that's the good thing about having, obviously, the both of you, because I can go to say, well, Larry, can you do this? No, Kieran, can you do this? And there's always, we'll always get a, a ground yeah. where we can get the person. So absolutely. Um, it's going to be big. 2021 is going to be big. Uh, Definitely. Absolutely. Huge. Massive. So, what kind of things are you looking forward to then? So, 2021. So, Kieran, what about you? What What are you What are you looking forward to? What's What's your kind of goals for 2021? 
not talking about lockdown anymore. <laughs> not talking about COVID. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, it, it's the main thing, and it, it it comes about, but like, and you can't escape it. But it'd be be good to just get away from it a bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Get a mm-hmm. get some sort of normalcy, you know. So that's one of those. I, I'm going to do it. I don't know because it's probably going to be with us for a while. But <laughs> that's yeah. one goal that I'd like to do. Obviously, um, dedicate myself to this, and you know, really interview a lot of people. You know, different kinds of topics, as you as you say. Um, I'm really looking forward to that, and just, just getting on with it, <laughs> basically. Well, do you not feel that got half the half the article and half though? Because like, some of the articles about COVID, so then you're like, shit, I'm not talking about that. So what, what can I put in there to fill the gap? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, what are you doing past COVID now? And what about you, Larry? I mean, obviously 2021 then. So what, what are you looking forward to? I'm What's your kind of goal? I'd really like to go back to training again. Like properly training yeah. with people. <laughs> <laughs> not with dummies or in my in my front room or anything. I think it would be kind of cool to do that. Like, um, I recently got my cousin into jiu-jitsu. He started training at Marketing, so and they kind of came in as we just like just shutting the doors. So it'd be cool to kind of at least to kind of even even if restrictions get a little bit lot get kind of eased a little bit. Be cool to kind of get some mats and just sort yeah. of set up in the garage and his, his room or something and start just like training a little bit. Even it's just, like watching the, just watching you know, um seminars and stuff or just or watching dvds of our bgg fanatics we can just kind of try and learn something and try and brush up my kind of because i feel like I've, i'm just back to square one again i don't feel like i've got any kind of like my jiu-jitsu power battery level just going down and down and down um and i just and i miss miss the guys i just yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the biggest thing i just miss you know hanging out and seeing my, my friends and just like mm. Yeah. Partner to yeah. her, I think <laughs> people pull my hair out and they just try to kill me and like um just fight like I've been scared of MAGA again. I think just, crazy MAGA, crazy MAGA, <laughs> crazy MAGA, and just, I just wanted to be like I just I just so hopefully next year get better at get better at jujitsu, do some more um private sessions with you and like um some other guys and try and get get being a bit less afraid of rolling. Uh, but more like into like the, the, doing the Sunday services and stuff like that. Yeah, I think yeah. just and just trying to um try to kind of hopefully um look at it, go out at the end of twenty twenty one we're like right now I'm now the kind of motors running now I've, I can start mm-hmm. building this kind of uh, I've got a platform now I can start building and building and building and, and doing more with these guys and speaking to more guys that that I really um I'm passionate about and I follow then. Um, guys like guys like Daniel Strauss, um, I really love his kind of ethos when it comes to training and stuff. Um, guys, Daniel like, Strauss will lift everything and anything. Just anything, anything. It's like I'm, anything. I'm, is I'm that heavy? I lift it. I, yeah, I'm waiting for the days pulling out fucking the couch out the living room and lifting like, TVs like, and, and shit like that. Do you know what I mean? He seems to be lifting rocks and. Uh, do you know what I mean? Putting all the and he makes all this shit himself. I don't know if you've ever yeah, seen any of Daniel Strauss uh, stuff, Kieran, but he makes no. this. He's got like a, a garage at his house, right? And he, mm. he just makes shit, right? And yeah. he, he makes big metal fucking Germany. You know I mean? It reminds you like an old fight. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Where he make like a giant hammers and like fucking. Man. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like like yeah, a million, million like hammers. Four hand, hand, hand. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Daniel, Daniel Strauss. 
brilliant guy again, really, really nice guy. So hopefully think, we'll get him on. Yeah, um, I'd love to speak to him. I think he's I think he's just a really good guy, really funny and really like very kind of knowledgeable. Like even just stuff that just outside of jiu-jitsu, like grip strength and obviously what you do if you kind of um strongman stuff, he's all he's done all that. So he's yeah. very kind of versed in training and like competing and stuff and doing quintet and doing big, big thing in Polaris of him. I think it would be kind of cool to speak to him and cool to speak to a lot of guys like Jamie Kilstein, as a comedian yeah. and uh, the, the roles and he's kind of big into Muay Thai now and stuff. So it would be cool to, to, to be seeing who we're going to be getting in 2021 and um, so, you never know and who who yeah. will come down the pipe and we'll, um, when we have Henzo, we might have Hickson. Yeah. not going to get Hickson. He's going to be like, no, I'm okay, mate. Like, I, asked if I, I'll reach I watched Choke Hickson. though, mate. I watched Choke last night, you know I what I mean? Come on, mate. Right. So, uh, uh, really cool, no, I'm the same. I mean, for me, it's about getting back to training. Me, I want to get back competing. I mean, I fucking love competing. I love going out and uh, doing my thing. And when, when I lose, as I say, I go out and enjoy it. I mean, that takes us on to... Obviously, kind of last question. Then, one hundred percent, there will be a power grappling event in two thousand twenty-one. Now, power grappling, um, for anybody who doesn't know, is in Paisley, set in Paisley, in Scotland. Um, and what they do is like a teams event. So they would have like a team of five. I think it was four or five. Um, and what they would do is they would go against. I think it was four teams. So four teams. So they would all fight each other. Um, they were talking about, I did a, uh, an interview before where we were talking about uh, the Power Grappling event and they were going to be doing a tag team event. So um, <laughs> we're obviously like two guys against two guys and they would tag each other in and uh, how it was going to work, as I said, I wasn't too sure, but I mean, they've got they've got something in place. They've got rules set aside. So power grappling. Um, I see Doogie Collins obviously mentioned that. It's, it's a great event. Usually it's Saturday afternoon. I think it was Saturday or Sunday afternoon. You would turn up and yeah, fucking all hell would break loose in this church hall. Within a church hall, and they stream it live as well. I know they had some Facebook live issues um, that we spoke about earlier, Kieran. As I say, there was some some uh, some Facebook issues, um, but as I say, they they've got a whole team of guys fucking doing the camera. There's a guy doing the, the, the bringing all the the fighters on. There's there's another guy doing this, or somebody else. So there's a whole team all sitting behind computer laptops. Whilst everybody's yeah. fighting in front of them, these guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so it's going to be awesome to see that. Scottish grappling as well. I mean, Scottish grappling, we're going yeah. to see some of the events, SGIs and things like that back on in Scotland. Um, obviously, down south, uh, you're going to have BJJ 24-7s. You'll have the All-Stars tournaments up again, IBJJF comps. Uh, you'll have... Um, Fuck, there's loads of comps, man. Cleos. I mean, Cleos is good as well. Cleos, I'll be fighting for that hammer again. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, there's loads of comps. I mean, as I say, there's there's a lot of comps. The kids' league, uh, obviously, Jiu Jitsu kids' league from the, the north of England downwards. Um, so I mean, people are choking. I mean, that first competition that opens, whoever does the first competition. There's going to be everybody. I mean, they're going to have a yeah. 250 limit or whatever, but there's going to be like fucking a waiting list of mm. a oh, thousand yeah, yeah. people yeah. in. Mm -hmm. So, so they'll be able to put the first of the first ever competition. Maybe be able to put it over three days or four days, you know, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm. Um, just because, as I say, there's going to be that many people that are choking to compete. Um, and but yeah, and I mean, 2021. As I say, it's going to be a big year. Um, so yeah, for me. 
as I, say, I just want to thank, obviously, for me, all the kind of guests we've had on. Obviously, the guests I've been able to sit down and interview with. I've seen some really, really great people. Obviously, black uh, from what I think I had a blue belt, all the way up to black belt. Um, yeah. All had brilliant stories. I had a laugh with almost every single one that I spoke to. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, as I said, I'm looking forward to, to seeing who I can speak to in 2021. Last thing for you, Kieran, anything you want to say then? Um, same as yourself, just thank everyone, you know, for giving me the opportunity. I feel need to thank you as well, you know, for bringing me on and, you know, let, letting me do it and really learn as well in the process. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm very thankful. And then, Larry, what about yourself, buddy? Yeah, I've just, I just, obviously, thank you for bringing me aboard, Stum. It's been awesome to kind of come start doing this now. Uh, shout out to Peter as well, Frankie. Mm-hmm. Katie, Yukian as well. It's just it's been awesome. Um, like Peter. Peter never done anything, mate. Peter well, not. Fuck you, Peter. <laughs> then. So, Peter, I'll never Christmas, Peter. All right. Thank you all. Um, but no, like I think I think I was just to say thank you, everybody. Everybody that's, that's, that's watched, read the articles, watched the interviews, um, on YouTube. You know, every shared or liked or subscribed. All these people just thank you, and I hope you have an awesome Christmas and a good New Year when it comes. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, so that's absolutely. the obviously thank you to everybody. Obviously, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, so obviously youtube.com. We are MMA UK. Um obviously you can follow us on Instagram so at MMA UK underscore insta. Um we've got the Twitter at we are MMA UK. Um we're also running the competition as everybody knows about the uh, the, the rash guard and mm. shots from ranked range at Raven fight bear. Uh, Raven, I probably should have mentioned this at the start of the the the, the call, the start of the the show. But <laughs> Raven fight bear, um, you can get them at, at Raven fight bear uh, on the on Facebook. Uh, they're also they have their own website www.ravenfightbear.com. And yeah, they're putting up a prize: ranked rash guard, ranked shorts. Um, it's a, they've got some cool designs. I mean, they go on their website, some really, really nice designs. Our, I've owned, I've got some Raven gear at home, uh, but I'm at home anyway. I've got some uh, Raven gear already, <laughs> and brass cards that I've been wearing for the last couple of years. I know Phil Riley in our gym as well turned up with a, the same. I think he had a similar rash guard to me, and he's like, is that a Raven one? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, mate. And he's like, oh, yeah, fucking. Because they're, they're ideal for smaller guys as well. I mean, they've got smaller guys, bigger guys, so they're, they're great fits. Um, so, yeah, thanks to Raven. So, again, to do that competition, just go on our Facebook our YouTube page um, and subscribe to the channel. Just click in, you're a new subscriber on one of the videos, and then go in and tag a couple of your pals, um, and we'll be picking a winner on the 27th of December. All I, can right, also, so. I can also win some MMA UK swag as well. Yeah, yeah, I believe there's a T-shirt. A t-shirt. There you go, an MMA UK T-shirt. Yeah. So, which we all proudly wear. Um, so that's going to be in the bag as well. I've got mine on, I just can't leave. Can't really see it. <laughs> uh, we're all, we've all got them, um, but yeah, that's going to be a tag as well. So, um, so yeah, definitely looking forward to it. We're going to try and do a competition every every month, every couple of months, just to, just so that people are they're going to get some free stuff from us. Do you know what I mean? So, um, no, listen, it's an absolute pleasure, guys. As I said, it's an absolute honour to to have you two guys working with us. 
Um, as I said, uh, both of you bring have brought in some great stuff, some great articles. So uh, looking forward to seeing. You can't let it slide now. You can't let it slide. That's no, no, you're no, up. No, yeah. <laughs> Got to keep going. Got to. <laughs> Uh, but now, uh, looking forward to what you guys do in 2021. So, um, so thanks again, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Have a nice, a good new year, um, and we'll see you 2021. See ya. See you. Bye.